you're not allowed to be annoyed by people constantly talking over each other. Yeah. Which is good because then people who listen to this probably aren't annoyed either. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think we Robert Altman. I don't know that we've ever talked over podcasts. each other. So. Uh, his his first movie was Back to the Future. His second Robert movie, Altman? No, 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 he didn't make that movie. Kevin. Huey Lewis. Yeah, Robert Altman. He did not make Back to the Future. Right. He made he made Back to the Future three, mm-hmm. but he did not make Back to the Future. Right. He made it all the way back in 1963. Mm-hmm. That's the real brilliance of those films. They made the third one first and sat on it forever. Wow. Yeah. You know, he wasn't in that movie, Kevin. Are you giving him credit for his song? I think Power of Love appearing oh, in Brian. You're about that? to get flamed in IRL. That's good. No, he is in that movie. He's the uh, he's judging the band the ba- the band competition at the beginning. No. Yes, and Marty McFly plays the ripping lead during the song "Power of Love," and Huey Lewis gets a megaphone and says, "It's just too darn loud." And then we all laugh as audience members because we're like. You Huey Lewis saying that music is too loud. Why he's the king of loud music. That's why thinking, it's hilarious. You guys are thinking of old Ray Liotta. <laughs> you know, that, was, that was Ray Liotta doing that. I didn't know he was in the movie. Good for him. I didn't know that he was so recognizable that audiences were supposed to be aware that that's who it was. In is 1985, Huey Lewis is the biggest thing in music. <laughs> that doesn't mean you know what he looks like. I don't know what Madonna he's looks like. He's on the like. cover of sports. <laughs> that is the most meaningless statement you've made to me <laughs> since I've known you. He's on the cover of sports. Not only that, we're supposed to know what he looks like, and and we're supposed to know what he looks like dressed up as a nerd, and we're supposed to find it hilarious that such an aggressive, wild rock musician would declare aggressive, loud rock music way too loud. Is he a rock musician? Didn't he cover Mother-in-Law? Isn't that, isn't he? Mother-in-Law, Mother-in-Law. That is such a good song. It's a great song. You know, I mean, I didn't appreciate it as much until I got married, you know, but then you're like, yep. Uh I mean, doesn't, doesn't he refer to his mother-in-law as the bride of Satan in that song? I mean, isn't there, I mean, I think there's some very condemning remarks made about Who's who, who? Who did that song first? I think it was Sonny and Cher. That's, I, that is not true. That I don't sounds think. right to me. I think that's correct. Right. I, I, <laughs> it's mother in law, mother of Cher. Oh, mother. I didn't know. Remember that line? Right, if those are the lyrics, then sure. You got. I, I'm hoping that Mark won't let this stand. Yeah. <laughs> that Mark can't allow this misattribution of a pretty good song. I think. Uh, I do think that that song is what paved way for all the stepmother, stepbrother incest porn that <laughs> proliferates on Pornhub this right. day. That that was the right. the kernel there. That's because the... isn't the implication that he's he's mad the singer. Sonny Bono is mad at Cher's mother and is going to get revenge on Cher by having sex with her when his mother-in-law's gets gets her head stuck in a dryer. <laughs> Getting your head stuck in a dryer. I th- you know you yeah, might, yeah, I think that's, that's the lyric that they dropped for the radio edit. So but if you ever to see it performed live, you probably heard that. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole verse about how it plays out. Right. And then, right. and then, and then there's another verse that got cut about how Cher walks in, catches them, and you know what? She just joins right in. What else is she going to do? She's right? freaked out at first, but then she takes a beat and goes, mm-hmm. you know what? 
you're doing it wrong. Let me show you how to do it. <laughs> right. Right. Which it's racy. It's ra- it's racy for 1968. It's racy for now. Yeah. Well, that's why they were so groundbreaking. And I mean, but it is why that I'm trying to restart the PMRC because <laughs> I think that there should be digital uh, warnings for children that, that are on on the all the thumbnails of little uh, right. Spotify playlists and right. stuff like that. Maybe just a voiceover of you before every song warning people how old are you <laughs> that's right <laughs> you listening to this now how old are you if you're under the age of 18 turn this off now and then you know i'll, I'll wait like a, a minute into the song and go like if you continue to listen to this and you're under the age of 18 no that's a big no right, i know rough. you think you're a, yeah i know you think you're real clever like you outsmarted the system but guess what you still, I know, God knows, and guess who else knows? Bill Gates, because he's tracking this. And I will, we will, the three of us will tell your parents. And then, yeah, it keeps going. And then at the end of the song, I'll go like, oh, you really figured it out. You think you outsmarted it. Well, guess what? Guess what? Listening to this song is now on your permanent record. Damn. That's just cold-blooded. I just like the idea of you becoming the most hated person in America by ruining every song ever made by... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have to do that for, like, art, like good artists. I wouldn't have to do that for, like, Imagine Dragons or Room 5. I just have to do it for, you know, real... Little, little Nas X and mm. stuff like that. I would have to do potty mouths, potty, potty mouth. Yeah. For the potty mouth artists. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, Metallica probably, yeah. Yep. Um, have you seen their hair? Druggies. Well, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep Aerosmith stuff that kids like, like Aerosmith. Um, this, this does sound like the PMRC to me. <laughs> this is starting to sound very yeah. authentic. That's what kids listen to. Mm-hmm. Now, wasn't your biggest problem with Aerosmith that they spell arrow wrong? Do they? Yeah, it's, it's just like a different way. A-E-R-O. Oh, but no, the, no, the, the name is in reference to a uh, arrow coffee press. Like the little things that you get coffee in and <laughs> yeah. push down on there. That's what I use here at my house. So, yeah. so the van's all about making coffee. Steven Tyler is a noted caffeine addict. He has okay. a t-shirt that has the chemical symbol mm-hmm. for caffeine and then it mm-hmm. says caffeine under it. And sometimes when, when he's doing an interview on TRL, like, you know, recently when he's on TRL, he'll just point to it and go mm. like, yeah. don't talk to me without my first cup of coffee mm. or before I get my first scarf on. Does he wear the <laughs> scarves or just dance with the scarves? <laughs> this is good. It's, it is. I found, I'm glad we found a new way to limit and narrow the potential audience for what we're doing by clearly demonstrating that we really haven't paid attention to much since what 1994 talk about things that nobody cares <laughs> that's what we do that's why the theme song was we're petitioning uh petitioning aerosmith to do the new theme song right. you know what i think cool. they'll be okay with it because it will have yeah. almost no impact on their sales <laughs> What are you talking? They would they would get a boost from this. Tens of records sold. Thinking thinking positive. I think that the INS 
probably has broken a lot of stories and it's just time we start breaking artists like quentin tarantino in the 90s way to way to keep it relevant that's i'm here that's great yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) hey you guys remember alf (laughs) talked about alf recently i heard he i heard he's he keeps eating cats Mm -hmm. you know they they couldn't make that show nowadays uh-uh. You couldn't have a show about it. No, sir. Could not, not make with that the, show now. Uh, the ASPCA. Mm-hmm. And Willie Willie kept the alien in a cage. What do you think that's in reference to? But what is it in reference to? It's in reference to the fact that we keep animals in cages yeah. and we don't we shouldn't mm-hmm. do that anymore. They should all be free range. Right. What what about the ones that are already free range? The, those should actually get their <laughs> citizenship. <laughs> So should snakes be able to vote, yes or no? Well, I mean, you should, I would say that some of them do, and some of them are in the Democratic Party. <laughs> That's right. Hillary's a lizard person. Mm-hmm. Consider yourselves owned, libs, because that's what this is all about. Oh, I forget, did I did I tell you guys that somebody uh, commented on my friend's page and said that we need to stay out of politics? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh of wait, what... yeah, you did tell uh, on on his Instagram, right? But we're the news, and I think we have to stay in politics. And speaking of the news, this is where most people go for their politics, right? Well, I like I think we're fair, and I also think that we're unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should take that to Zanies. Yeah, I know it'll be a picture. Yeah, <laughs> with like Maybe an I arrow, like that. the classic, yeah, you know, arrow through your head. Oh, that could be our. That's the logo you've been working on. I know. Fair and unbalanced. And my eyes are crossed. <laughs> I think Mike was hinting that it's time that we start discussing the news. Oh, of course. Everybody get serious because we all had our ties a little bit looser. Let's, let's we, we're doing this for people, mm-hmm. even if they're not watching, they can tell. It's a sacred and trust. I straighten my tie. I'm going to tuck my shirt in a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Get make sure my cufflinks are straight. Wipe the the thin remnant of cocaine from your upper lip. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give me that piece of tissue. Now I'm licking it. And now I'm handing the tissue back. Do not waste the cocaine. Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe with news analyst Kevin Harrison actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe and professional commentator Brian Camp INS the news you need Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm Ryan... God damn it. God damn it. I'm... Along I'm with... Ryan... <laughs> Fuck. I, you're, uh, 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 this week, uh, the role of Mickey Rooney will be played by... Brian Camp. Andy Rooney. God, God damn, it. damn it. This whole this episode is fucked. <laughs> This episode is pure fuck. I mean, Mickey, like Mickey Rooney from Boys Town? Mickey Rourke? Yeah. That doesn't work at all. That doesn't even make any sense. All right. We're not starting over. We're using this. I'm Brian Camp. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm Mike Weeby. And yeah. I'm, I'm the Mickey Rooney. Brian's the Andy Rooney. I'm the, okay. 
You're surly. I'm small and precocious and want to get into Judy Garland's pants. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Yeah. They were married, so presumably. He re- he re- yeah, were they married? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not up on Hollywood trivia. I don't think it's trivia it's to trivia. know that the biggest stars in the world were married at one point. How about it's trivial? Is that fair to Pursuit? say? Pursuit? God fucking damn it. Who's who is who's producing this, Mickey? And our producer. Oh, oh, Mark Ryan. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, there you, you go. guys, I am I'm a half a Michelob Ultra in. So <laughs> let's you just I'll let's just say I'm a little I'm I'm gonna be I take it back. I'm not gonna be the the Mickey Rooney. I'm gonna be the Ed McMahon this episode. <laughs> I'm worried that there's gonna be nothing but Egg McMahon's <laughs> during this episode. Egg McMahon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Egg. What is it, Egg I don't know. It's Egg McMahon. It's a very disappointing sandwich. That's a that's a that's a sandwich that they had over at Cantor's Deli, uh, in in uh, in L.A. That they that Johnny and uh, and uh, Ed and Doc Severinsen mm-hmm. and you know maybe Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise would all go eat there, and that was right. just you know kind of it's a very celebrity. When you've made it in show business, you get a sandwich named for your salad maybe i'm talking to chick-fil-a right now about doing a that's right it's just you with a megaphone standing outside the chick-fil-a screaming yeah. for them to name a sandwich after you is that how's that going well i'm going i'm defacing all the all the billboards with the cows oh those cows <laughs> I don't know. We've I think we've talked about those cows. Yeah, no, this, about this cows. is maybe this is maybe the third time the cows have come up. Well, because it, yeah. it's serious. Well, we only business. know about three or four things. So I mean, right. of course, it's going to come up. Right? Are we, maybe it's cows, big feet. I think we've established we know a mm-hmm. lot about this show's all new, and it's also don't worry, listener. Don't don't tune out just yet. Mm-hmm. We're not strictly going to cover things that we've talked about. I'm not going to bring up my Doctor Strange collection again. God damn it. God damn it. Which ones do you have again? It's like two minutes got, in, Mike. It's two minutes right. in. I'm just, okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's, this is you're what right. we let's, fucking talked. This is exactly what we talked about. It's the very beginning, and you're already talking about Doctor Strange. Our first story comes to us from the BBC. Bad Boys Club. Bad Boys Club. Chaos ensued at the recent 2021 Mrs. Sri Lanka competition when winner Pushpika De Silva's crown was grabbed by the 2019 winner. Mm. The 2019 winner then declared Mrs. De Silva was ineligible because she was divorced, and then she placed the crown on the head of the runner-up. The pageant requires that all contestants must be married. Okay, hold on. Let me get. I mean, I'm trying okay. to get this straight here. So it's 2020, 2021, 2021. This just happened. 2021. Uh, this woman goes up and she wins and they're going to go put the crown on her head no, and they put, then it's, it's on her head. It's on her head. And then the woman, the winner from what year? From 2019, who I believe is the current Miss, Mrs. World. Oh, that's bigger than Sri Lanka, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's but they don't twice want, as big. Yeah. You know, if I, if I had said Mrs. World, then you would have asked, well, why is she in Sri Lanka in 2021? Ah, Miss World. Somebody kill me. I killed Kurt Cobain. It wasn't, it wasn't Courtney Love. She's not Sri Lankan. 
She is crazy. She's <laughs> likely to do that kind of thing. You have to admit, did you see her on the 1998 MTV Movie God. Awards? What she was wearing? Did you see that? This is eerily consistent with... <laughs> Go ahead. With with Courtney Love's behavior? Yes, with, with her. What I can only imagine was irresponsible behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She hired... She tried to hire El Duce to kill Kurt Cobain. And now she apparently she's at it again. <laughs> All these years later, that's what they do. That's what they do. They have a cooling off period. Okay, that's right. It's the cycle. She acts up. She does all this crazy shit. Cooling off period. She moves over to Sri Lanka to lie low. And here's what happens. She attacks. She ruins the Miss Sri Lanka contest. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Mrs. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's she was Courtney was Mrs. until she. Did what she did, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna. I'm. Just, I'm not. I don't, I don't even want to get into that story because that's that's a whole podcast unto itself. It probably is. So Courtney Love runs on stage, steals the crown, and then and she says, "You don't deserve this crown. I'm Miss World. Uh, when I wake up in my makeup, I'm gonna put this crown on. Who who is she gonna put this crown she, on? She puts She's it on the runner up. You don't deserve this because." I'm going to put this on the runner-up. You don't deserve this because you got divorced. Right. Well, that's, I mean, doesn't that not sound like jealousy? And so, like, that's, right. that's Miss Scott. That's very Courtney Love. That is 100% she, maybe the most Courtney Love thing that I've ever heard. She only respects widows. She, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So Mrs. De Silva walked off stage and said she went to the hospital to be treated for head injuries after the incident. But... After an investigation, the organizers returned the prize to Mrs. De Silva after confirming she was merely separated from her husband and not actually divorced. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad they got to the bottom of that. It doesn't say anywhere in the rules that a dog can't run for president. That's <laughs> <laughs> a classic, you know. That's classic. Classic case. That holds up legally, right? Are you, are you familiar with Sri Lankan pageant law? Yeah, I mean that's mostly what I practice. I know you're. I know you're part of the. You're, you know a lot about pageant law here. I mostly practice Sri Lankan pageant law, and it it does in fact say that the contestants must be married, but it doesn't require them to be living with or in any way talking to their spouse. I think it's unfortunate that as someone who's a an alum of the pageant game with little misters, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too bad that something that starts off so pure as a child pageant, wherein we judge children's ability to look like sexy adults, can turn into something so tawdry as mm. this incident in Sri Lanka. Yeah, it's it's too bad that. What can you can you tell me what the? Or I don't know if it, I don't know if it's American or if it's like a hemisphere thing. Well, I, yeah, is there a hem like how where do those rules fall on the on the big misters? Well, Big Misters hasn't been around since about the 50s. So there was some some congressional things happening and it just wasn't. I think it was ahead of its time. Um, where does where does the in the male beauty pageant side of it? Where, yeah. where does that fall? About if you have to be married or not. If a similar, if a similar, if a similar situation were to happen here, say Kanye West runs on stage right. and says. Has Kanye murdered his wife? Well, no, but Kanye has a history of running on stage and and disrupting oh. things. So I could see, I could see Kanye West running on stage if, say, let's just say a Brian Camp is on stage about mm-hmm. to get awarded, sure. and let's just say you were uh, separated because you were putting so much time into your pageant right. career and right. not 
talking to your family and what would happen in that scenario kanye west runs up takes the thing away could you i mean how's that work is it different no i think if brian hasn't signed the divorce papers then Mm -hmm. he would get the award because he's still technically married but the second that ink goes on the papers brian can't accept that award and it automatically under u.s law goes to kanye Right. It's it's a great question, Mike. Uh, you know, TAP has really famously TAP has driven a wedge in a lot of relationships. And so this comes mm. up more often than you would think where yeah. a, a, a marriage relationship is, is on the rocks. Well, that's why Gregory Hines had so many wives. <laughs> yeah, famously. That's a lot of wives uh, there. You know what that click was, ladies and gentlemen? That was producer Mark Ryan turning off his audio. He gets up. He gets upset whenever Gregory Hines gets brought up because, well, that's how he lost his first wife. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sparkle Shoes comes to town, and mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, guess who's guess who's eating eating microwave dinners alone and drinking a highball of of T W Samuels. Was that? Was no. that Gregory Hines or Mark? It's Mark, oh, obviously. Okay. Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines has never been, was never sad once in his life. Uh, maybe when he was, he's dead, right? Maybe right before he died, he was sad. No, he was in a flow. He was in a flow state. He was what? in a flow state, just like he was on stage all the time. A flow, <laughs> a magic flow state of soft shoe, mm-hmm. uh, click toe, and side shuffle. And, you know, the only people that ever, you know, and it was that thing of like the only people that were ever mad at Gregory Hines were the jilted husbands of 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 broads that he stole. Right. And and Billy Crystal. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. Billy Crystal hated him. Yeah. What was the movie they I mean, were in together? Running, running Scared. scared. Oh, okay. I won because I said it quicker. <laughs> running Scared. I remember. Remember when they uh, they're roller skating. When they leave yeah. the job and they go out west to the coast. Yeah. And they're wearing the denim cutoff shorts and like I think the t shirts with maybe two fried eggs over where their pectorals are, I think was the scene. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing right now. It's a child that never made sense to me. And it still is confusing. It's like a that. little confusing. Um like, it's whoop. also that I think there's a ending scene where they're like swinging around in a in a stadium, like a an enclosed stadium, and there's there's some for some reason swinging around, and they have little like Mac Ten mini machine guns <laughs> and <they're> shooting. Yeah. <laughs> because when you think action, you think Billy Crystal and right. Gregory Hines. Right. Well, and also kind of maybe was that a forerunner for uh, the first Jackie Chan Chris Tucker movie? That's where they stole it they, from. They, they stole that from Running yeah. Scared. Jackie Chan was inspired by a, the athleticism of Billy Crystal. Billy right. Crystal, and that's why he got into action movies to begin with. He wanted to remake City Slickers, I think. And then, uh huh. Uh, hey, can we get on to the next story? This is, yeah, I think we've. So the next story comes to us from the there New York go. Post. Siberia is a well-known hotspot for Yeti sightings. So a 2011 video purported to show a Yeti in the region. Two years later, schoolchildren also claimed to have spotted the Yeti. So school children and the governor both saw a Yeti. It just a video showed a Yeti, and then school children also saw it. So the governor at the time of the area known as Kemerovo Oblast in southern Siberia stated, people started coming, rushed to scour the forests. Of course, no one found the Yeti, but it attracted increased attention. So the area set up a Yeti day 
offered cash prizes to anyone who could prove the Yeti's existence, and the region even hosted an international Yeti conference with attention focused on a nearby cave that was supposedly a favorite haunt of the Yeti. So they set up a a, a Yeti day? Yeah. In 2011? Well, post right? 2000. I don't I didn't say exactly when. I think it was well, an annual is it, event. Is it before the Oklahoma congressman, who I'm now starting to think might be a Russian spy, tried to set mm-hmm. up his Bigfoot stuff? Mm. So the congressman mm. mentioned it in episode two, and then I think oh. episode eight, I believe. Jesus. Jesus Both Christ. after 2011. So Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, this was which after. Is, which is after, if I'm not mistaken, it's also after 9 11. Yes. Mm hmm. Do you think Jesus. that they sent their Yetis over here? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, we'll get to that, because that, that does uh, tie into this story, actually. Dear well, let's. God. I think you've clearly worried Mike. He's not going to sleep now. Well, okay, so a local academic who claimed that 30 Yetis inhabited the area... Wait, what was his name? What was his name? Because I might know him. <laughs> right. I didn't personally. say just said a local academic in the story. A local academic. Yeah. That is... A local academic who claimed that 30 Yetis inhabited the area even set up a special institute at the Kemerovo State University. However, when a genetic study recently conducted by Oxford University revealed that Yeti hair collected in the area actually came from a horse, a raccoon, and a bear, the former governor admitted that he'd ordered a tall bureaucrat to wear an abominable snowman outfit so he could be spotted in the bushes to drum up tourism for the region. Despite the publicity stunt, the former governor said he does not rule out that the mythical creature could exist. That's just a good governor. I mean... Yeah, that is a fun guy. That's a fun guy, yeah. I wish that our governor would do a little bit more cryptid faking and a little bit less hurt the fucking homeless you know <laughs> well maybe he could do like a, a com- combination thing he could dress the homeless up as cryptids oh, wow. people, well, might, I mean, people might take an interest i if we're spitballing if we're spitballing that is not a bad idea if there's a wage <laughs> that goes with it you know i think i could get behind that plan <laughs> that's right you think it's you don't think that's exploitive at all so just to... I've, I've got a picture of the yeti costume here i want you to see oh yeah that's the governor in the middle there, right next to the Yeti. Oh, that is. That is. Have you ever seen the banana splits? Because that is what that Yeti looks like. So who's the governor? The guy in the middle? Yeah, the, the, the former governor is the guy in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, uh, good for him. It's uh, So how I would describe this is a, a yeah, a man... Dressed in one of the banana splits outfits, he's uh, it's a mix of uh, Flegel and Globo. Um, nice. and then to the, the next of them, you have two men who have never not been at least buzzed, like right. in their adult years, there's never been a time that there hasn't been at least a good buzz going on. Half a bottle of vodka in their liver, yeah. I, I see it, Mike, and they, they look like two people from an 80s movie who are responding to a hostage situation at the airport they work at. Both of them have noses <laughs> that indeed. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger was based on. They just glow because they're so drunk. Did you notice that the Yeti has one comic tooth? Yeah, <laughs> just one comic tooth. And the hair looks as... I mean, 
I mean, to say that that costume's never been washed is to be... <laughs> no, it has been vomited in. There is vomit on yeah. the inside of that mat. <laughs> like, not only was it washed, like, it's real fur, and whatever animal it was taken from, they didn't, like dry it or clean it they didn't you know they didn't like tan it they just like <laughs> ripped it off started sewing it together with a couple other animals well do we think that that's made out of horse raccoon and bear is that <laughs> yes is that, that is a hundred percent horse raccoon and bear there are fur loving people the siberians and it's white and those animals aren't white but they were pissed on by a bunch of people and then just left out in the sun so the the fur kind of turned white through uh, a bleach process a very naturalized bleaching process mm -hmm. the famous bleaching effects of russian urine that's right <laughs> but you know i will say guys that is not to say that yeti aren't frightening is creatures. yeti the plural of yeti I, the article did it both ways, so I wasn't 100% sure. Well, they clearly don't know what they're talking about because they seem to indicate that yetis aren't real. I'm asking Mike. Mike's our, I think we've established he's the expert on abominable creatures. Like, yeah, oh, how fun. Yeah, we're having Yeti Day. We got a guy dressed up and we're all going to get shit faced and we are going to piss our pants. And then it's part of the tradition that we wear those pants the next day that we never <laughs> change out of them. And that we go outside in the frozen Russian tundra and that our piss freezes solid. And then we come back inside and then there's a drinking contest. And at the end of the drinking contest, we beat someone <laughs> with piss frozen pants. And that's all that's all fun and good. That's all good good fun. But the thing is, let's just say that there are yeti. And let's just say you were to get caught by one. <laughs> Do you know how cold it is though? There? <laughs> but when you get your pants ripped off and those yetis hold you up to mock your mock your genitals and laugh at your genitals. Do you know how much smaller things are going to be because of that coldness? You're, you're that much smaller. And then that Yeti's holding up and, you know, laughing at you. Mm. They just think it's so funny. And all these, all these, you know, Eastern European wildlife, all these drunken. And the thing is, you know, it over here, it's animals that are laughing, but over there at the whole villa, they're going to bring the whole village out. It's just the a whole bunch village of uh, comes out. Sure. Bearded vodka men and big old Russian ladies that are honestly less attractive than the bearded, you know, men, you know, they, there's it's indistinguishable characterization of Russian women, but go ahead. <laughs> Well, I'm um, yes, there's there's certain but in this yeti in this in yeti areas in yeti areas we're not talking about we're not talking about Moscow. We're not talking about another Russian town that I know more names of Russian towns besides <laughs> right, Moscow. Right, right. Maybe Stalingrad or Leningrad or St. Petersburg. No, I'm not I'm talking about Russia. I'm not talking about Florida. <laughs> It doesn't even get, I honestly, I, whatever I get caught by, by a skunk ape in St. Petersburg, Florida, you know, okay. Laugh at me, whatever I'm, <laughs> but I'm doing all right. But over there, you're so cold. You're so tiny and they're just drinking their vodka and they're there. It's just alcohol that, and this is the animals I'm talking about too. The right. animals, any they're right. drinking vodka. They're holding up lighters to their mouths and belching flames <laughs> Like Karnov. Uh, yeah. 
just laughing at your genitals. And honestly, and and I, you know, I'm, I know before there's nothing you can do about it. But on, in do. this scenario, there's really nothing you can do about it because right. it is cold, and you, <laughs> you know, you know that there's no there's no defending yourself. You can't verbally you can't verbally defend anything. I mean, you can say like, "Well, it's super, it's super cold, it's shrinkage," but that, you know what, <laughs> you know what that garners more laughter. Yep. So, I, I just uh, this hor- this story horrifies me. It fills me full of fear. I'm, I'm, I honestly, I'm gonna have to drink another sip of this uh, Michelob Ultra. Uh, it's a Superior Light Beer, two point six cars, ninety five calories, mm-hmm. just to get to the next story. Right. Well, be careful, because this next story is going to take us to crazy town. Oh. Come, come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Be my butterfly. Come, come, my lady. This is, is 1990s all over again. This is upsetting me. They were from Florida, right? Speaking of skunk apes. Yeah, crazy town, I believe. If they were not from, they were from Florida in the way that, like, a tree grows a certain type of uh, botanical tree can only grow in a certain area because of the soil. Yes. Crazy right. town could only be formed from, from the, the right. meth enriched white trash. Right. South of Pensacola. Probably when you pour ax body spray in a certain <laughs> part of where Ponce de Leon was looking for no. a crazy town member will show up. Right. So, it's not actually from the band Crazy Town. It's from oh. the International Journal of Surgery Case Reports. And this story uh-huh. was was uh, given to us by a certain man by the name of Mike Wiebe. I, I, I didn't write this in, but this is a story that I was able to handpick from... Because uh, I'm, a, I follow the ISCR, uh, and uh, I get... I just, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you, can, you, know guys, you guys know me. I'm a big... I'm a big I'm a big amateur surgery guy. Yeah. No, that's great. We're doing Mike Spring stories. Yeah. But yeah, you know, normally I try to keep you guys try to keep these stories secret from you and just record your reactions, but in this case they're mostly nonverbal. It's unfortunate for the people listening. Oh, they know. Lots of lots of mm. gasps and our eyes get real big. Oh, we just shake our head. Lots of head shaking, frowning. Story Maybe like, like this, every but... once in a while we kind of crinkle our our foreheads a little bit. <laughs> maybe look look off look up and to the left as we just reflect on the story we've heard a lot of that so a three-month-old curd boy from duhok in iraq Mm. was brought to the hospital due to swelling in his scrotum duhok duhok man (laughs) due to swelling in his scrotum however when he arrived doctors observed that he had some extra uh, penises, two extra to be exact. One of the doctors involved in the study said, to the best of our knowledge, this is the first reported case with three penises or triphalia. Mm. The boy's extra phalluses didn't have urethras, so doctors decided to surgically remove them and preemptively ended the boy's possible future as a porn star. While this is the first case of triphalia, Diphalia, or two penises, is believed to occur in one out of every five to six million baby boys, with the earliest known case reported in 1609. Side by side or on top of each other? So one was next to his penis, and then one was under his scrotum. 
what? And the parents didn't notice. It just seems strange to me that you would take to the doctor for an issue involving swelling in their scrotum. So you're aware of that, but it takes the doctor telling you that, oh, hey, there's a couple extra dicks on here. That seems... You think that, the, and that this would be a delivery room like, <laughs> was it was? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, you can you can see pe- a, a penis uh, when a when a because I, I I don't have kids either. So if it's not too cold out, I think maybe that's the one time that a yeti wouldn't laugh at you. <laughs> right. right, this might have be been, been the chosen child to defeat the yeti. <laughs> I I can show you guys a picture of a man. Of I don't want to see a picture of a child. With... I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> You're look. What are you looking at, Michael? It's a man with two penis. It's a man. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, yeah, well, yeah, it's not a woman with two penises. That's <laughs> well, a, that's I was ensuring you hadn't stumbled upon children. Yeah, no, this is this is this is a, for sure a man, and it is shocking and it is disturbing, and I don't, I can't unsee it. Do you guys want me to put this in the group? Yeah, chat? Let's, let's take a look at what you're seeing. Sure. You can't unsee because uh, I've seen this before, and the, he, the guy did a Reddit AMA mm-hmm. uh, about having two penises and. Man, it's something. Both apparently are fully functional. Oh. <laughs> Man, that's what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, that's kind of the thing. It's a yeah. it's a side by side. Uh it's not a on top of the other. Right. How would yeah. you how I would mean, you feel as a teenager if you know you found out that you were born with three dicks and your parents decided to cut off two of them? Yeah, do you think that he keeps keeps them do you get to keep them like in a jar of formaldehyde like <laughs> i mean you would assume that i mean otherwise they're gonna get all dried out <laughs> well, and that's not a penis joke that's just a uh that's a science. you know that's science that's right. a science when you're preserving fact when you're preserving organic matter you have to suspend it in something right to make sure it doesn't decompose or otherwise corrode i can tell you're a frequent reader of whatever surgery journal the, yeah uh international journey journey the international <laughs> journal of surgery case reports it is yeah. an international journey kevin and, and we're taking everyone on it thank you for <laughs> yep referencing the international journey international. Yeah, i just want to point out we didn't have i don't think we had any u.s stories this week no we did not well we're not we're not really a, a united states centric right no podcast we're, we're, we're worldwide worldwide world wide we're a bunch of pit bulls because we're mr worldwide mm-hmm. not mr worlds i don't know guys do you think double dicks you think you're you're keeping both i'm keeping them you're keeping kevin's keeping them yeah brian so so yeah so am i is the question would i go back in time and as a child i'm gonna put you at age 19 18 19 right. Right. Had enough going on then that cutting off one of my dicks was going to be incredibly traumatizing and terrifying right Right. But having two dicks is going to be traumatizing. Is it an option to combine them into one super penis? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, that is a good question. That's what I would go. Just, right. Yeah. It's like two hot dogs, and you cut a line down yeah. each of the middle of them, <laughs> and you spread them out, and then you tie the yeah. top, and it just extra. I think you're. If a uh, doctor could turn my two dicks into one super dick. Oh, oh we can. <laughs> We uh, well, I, well. I'm not a doctor, but I have been. Right. I have followed this surgery journal for right. quite the International Surgery Journal right. for quite a long time, and I think 
I would probably like want to put a couple like Quora questions on the, <laughs> sure. on, on, sure. you know, get a couple ask right. Jeeves mm. and, and, you know, kind of get in on the, you know, tw- a couple tweets out there just to get a little bit of like, for sure. I would do my research. I would do my due, dil- due diligence to, you know, research it. But I think I could probably turn uh, uh, a side by side dicks into one just massive hog. Right. Well then, sir, I would confidently put myself it's, in your hands. It's really about about sewing some veins and capillaries together, and I think that I could probably do that. Would it have two urethras? Right. No, I, I combine those two. Okay. Ooh, I, w- I would want to maintain the two urethras. <laughs> that's a little bit harder, honestly. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a little bit harder. I might have to call in some help on that. Okay. But I mean, you know, I'll get on Fiverr. I'll get on Craigslist. I'll find some people that are, yeah. you know. Down to do some stuff. Yeah. Are now, you doing this in your shed? No, it's a it's 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 surgery. It's surgery. Come on. I'll do it and then I'll do it. I'll do it in my bathtub. Yeah. Okay. There's gonna, be, there's fucking, gonna be blood everywhere. Animal. I'm not gonna get like fucking grass and leaves and shit on <laughs> right, it. Right. Just just shampoo up my two dicks and then yeah. <laughs> slice the sides open. And slice the sides and split them, but don't break them apart. But split right. them, split them open, but maintain the integrity of yeah, exactly the urethra, the urethras, so, urethras, urethra. Yeah, how I mean, I guess how do you pluralize urethra? It's never. You know what's crazy? It's never been pluralized right. before because Nobody's this is ever the first time anybody ever has talked about. Maybe more than one. I have two penises because I was shot by a urethra. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and what you can do is you can really, you know, in that in that scenario, Stuff. you can have, you're gonna want a, you know, a very traditionally placed hole, okay? But you're gonna want to have fun with that second. Oh hole. yeah, yeah. That's why you. That's the. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you put it. You can put it uh, right. You obviously you can put it right on the top. You give yourself a Prince Albert hole. You could put it way back into the side. You know, like on the shaft, go ahead and put it on the shaft mm-hmm. and have that as kind of like a, um, in case you want to get some extra distance or whatever, <laughs> right. plug that in. Right. But I do think that um, it sounds like our guy uh, from the story that I brought in, uh, yeah, the, the tripod, yeah. I think I think that he, his, because the guy I showed you, I think both of those bad boys work. They look, they looked healthy. They looked healthy. And it sounds like our, our, our little guy. That his probably did not work, but no, yeah, he didn't have he he only had one urethra, and it said yeah. what the sizes were on the two they removed, but it didn't mention. I don't know what a normal. I don't. I did not do any research into what a normal baby penis size is, and that's why I'm not in jail right now. You know, you you don't yeah. have to announce things Those like that, lies. Kevin. We may cut I that think out. It's, it's more telling yeah. when you. When you yeah. announce you didn't look at certain things, then you yeah. just let us all assume that, yeah, you probably didn't look that up. But I've never tried marijuana. <laughs> right. I've never watched Stuck in a Dryer porn. <laughs> that's, what? That's that's how that's how Cher walked in on Sonny and Cher's mom. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds. It just sounds mm-hmm. false when I like emphatically right. announce something. She looks right at the camera and says, "I got you, babe. <laughs> I got you, babe." Uh, were they supposed to be funny in share? Was that a comedy? 
Yeah, they it was did a, they had a variety show, but you know yeah, they did they did jokes. I, I mean, they had real songs together, but they did. Were the jokes funny, or were they like laughing? I haven't watched them since they were on Scooby Doo. Those aren't funny. Those so, aren't funny. I think either. there were a lot of jokes about how he was a lot shorter than her. Well, that's a premise that will never get old. So before we move off of this story, I do have a question. So if you had multiple um, appendages, multiple penises. Would your sexual pleasure be multiplied by the number of penises or would it be divided by the number of penises? Depends on how many, mm. if they have independent nerves or if the nerves are just divided between them. Like it, like it seems like a, a monkey paw result yeah. to that wish would be that like, you know, you only like sex a third as much. I don't much. think anybody no. ever wished for two penises. Well, not, not to your knowledge, but surely there's people that would wish for two. Like, well, you know, maybe you, you maybe said one of your monkey's paw, I really want more dick, and then it gave you two dicks. I wouldn't phrase it that way. How, how would you phrase your desire for more dicks? For more, would, for more dick? I, I wouldn't say I want more dick. I don't... I think I'd be a little more cautious about that wish from the monkey's paw, especially knowing that it's a monkey's we, paw. We've, re- we've read enough and. In- monkey's paw scenario stories to know that you have to really you know you're not you're not firing off that tweet real quick without checking your spelling on that no no no, yeah you're gonna no matter what your monkey's paw wish yeah you're gonna sit there really think about the phrasing you know i don't know if any of that story is usable i'm sorry mark Look how angry Mark looks right now. Yeah, he's fucking furious, he's like, I'm furious gonna have, at us. We have to cut out every story from this. Right. I'm just hoping that if I sabotage enough, Mark will have to use more of me. And we'll be able to cut out as much. That's my... You should, Brian, I think you should mm-hmm. find yourself a country to be holding your... Like, to, like, make... You should get really popular in a country like I have gotten with Ireland. You don't get to claim fucking Ireland, you dick. Why do you think you get to do that? Because I have... I've... Uh, Irish heritage. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I'm one of the few Americans right. that can claim Irish heritage. Right, right. You're one of the only Americans <laughs> who celebrate St. Patrick's Day with your newfound connection to a land that you probably could even point to on a map. Speaking of the British Isles, the next story comes to us from the BBC. Ah, Bad Boy Club, second time, right? You know the B. You know, did you know about this about the UK that the King of England just died? recently i don't know if you guys heard about that it was the queen's husband but yeah the, the king no no he's he's a prince i mean i'm sure he was a good guy but because <laughs> he he didn't come from the bloodline only the bloodline could be king or queen mm-hmm. they're like vampires yeah that's right he what he did look fairly vampiric of supernatural skeletal yeah uh powers did you see the weird quote about him where he said he wanted to be reincarnated reincarnated as a disease to come back and institute population control. It was from 1988. Like a genetic disease, because I feel like his whole line has helped. <laughs> yeah, help with that. <laughs> and then he died at the age of 99 on the 99th day of the year. Are, are this is all real? Are you? Yeah, really... it's, it's real. Hey, did you guys know that Kennedy had a secretary named what? Lincoln? No. And Lincoln has a secretary named Kennedy. Jesus Christ! Whoa. Uh, so in 1965, a 19-year-old homesick Welshman named Brian Robson mm. made the news for airmailing himself to London from Australia in a wooden box. Mm. He couldn't afford the airfare, so he had two Irish friends nail uh, him into a crate and ship him home. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, Irish. Yeah, yeah, those are good dude. Good fucking dudes. Good dudes. Good lads, we <laughs> yeah. would say. Yeah. Good mates. Good mates. Good mates. He was supposed to fly directly to London, but his box was diverted on a much slower route through Los Angeles, where he was discovered mm-hmm. five days after first leaving Australia. The U.S. eventually sent Brian home to London on a passenger plane. But Brian is now 76 and has written a book about his adventure called The Crate Escape. Isn't his adventure just I was in a box for five days? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's we got a guy over here named David Blaine. He does that shit all the fucking time. Okay? And guess what? Guess what, Brit? He's in a crew called the Pussy Posse. <laughs> it's got uh Leonardo DiCaprio, Lucas Haas inexplicably for some reason. <laughs> Toby Maguire and a couple other guys too. And you know what? And David Blaine, he just goes up and he goes and he does all, he does that shit on the reg every day in front of people all by himself. It doesn't matter. Guess what? We don't care. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Put me in a box for a, a month. I've lived in a goddamn box for a fucking year. It's called the pandemic. Nobody wants to read your pasty British story about uh, 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 <laughs> they put me in a box and I rode on the plane. <laughs> you, know, you fly over there and you're just flying around and then hey, you're in the wind. And then you lay and then you land on the ground. And then they said, oh no, I don't think so. You want to have to ride back now, aren't you? And I say, well, what are we? And then they put me on the plane and I flew back. <laughs> jolly good, jolly good fun. No, he's he's Welsh. He's not British. They're commonly referred to as sheep fuckers by <laughs> British. Much like New Zealanders are commonly referred to that way. I don't know that they actually fuck sheep, but I think that's I think that is something that is commonly attributed to those people. Again, not speaking to the veracity of, of those claims at all, just merely yeah. pointing out that people have made that claim about the Welsh and about so essentially like the Welsh the Welsh are like the people of Arkansas in the kidnapping sense or in the sheep fucking sense in the sheep fucking sense perhaps the way we view people from Arkansas Arkansas has a, a rich history of sheep fucking of animal of animal husbandry <laughs> in the worst sense of the word I am not worried about alienating people from Arkansas because they do not own the internet right <laughs> I'm just imagining every game, every strategy game you've ever played where you develop a group of people and you can you can learn the 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 advancement of animal husbandry and every time you've thought <laughs> I don't I don't oh, want my people fucking animals. Sick. Sick. <laughs> you just move away from it. I mean, largely responsible for Western Europe's advancement, quick advancement was advances in an, animal fucking husbandry. Sheep? I don't I mean that might have been part of it, but you can fuck a you can fuck a sheep in uh, Wasteland Three. That's true, actually. Can you? I don't know that. Yeah, ever. there's a there's yeah. A, when you go into the brothel, there's a room with with like a with an animal in it, and you can pay, <laughs> and it just goes dark. It goes. Brr. In all the years since he's left Australia, mm-hmm. Brian has not contacted the mm. men who boxed him up. Why does he have your name? I don't know. I have Brian's actually an Irish name. So or Welsh, perhaps. No, I think it's pretty clearly mm-hmm. an Irish name. It's What's your not. name? What, Mike. What is Mike? What is that? Greek. It's Irish. Uh, Greek. 
Is it, is it it's short Mongol. for Mongolos? It's Mongolian. Mongolian, that's right. So we do we both have Irish names? I think St. Kevin was Irish. Uh, this is this is starting to feel like fate, guys. This is starting to feel real mm-hmm. good. I can't wait to do a live show in Ireland. Oh yeah, they, they, I'm sure they're 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 digging in their couch, couch cushions right now to get us over Fly there. Us over there, right? St. Kevin of Glendalough. That sounds Irish. Which is old Irish. All right, County Wicklow, Ireland, specifically. What was he the patron saint of? Uh, is an Irish saint known as the the founder of the first abbot of Glendalough. He was a hermit. I, I think he. This is all checking out, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he was the patron saint of board games. He was the patron saint of Blackbirds, the Archdiocese of of Dublin, Glendalough, and Kilnamow. Of Blackbirds. Blackbirds. Those Irish sure are grand. Yeah, we love them. Mm-hmm. Laying it on thick today, fellas. Laying it on thick. <laughs> In all the years since he's left Australia, Brian has not contacted the man who boxed him up. All he remembers is that they were co-workers named Paul and John. He doesn't remember their last names, just that they went to school together back in Ireland, but he doesn't remember where they went to school. All I can tell you is that of his adventure, Brian said... It was stupidity. If my kids tried it, I would kill them. But it was a different time. And I did the math here, and his his kids that he's assuming would try this would be like 50. Maybe he... How did he not die, though? That's kind well, of crazy. Was, he talked he about... Vegemite. He had a, he had a <laughs> bottle to, of water, and then he had a bottle to pee in. And he had a little suitcase in the... Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would mix them up. <laughs> I think he would. <laughs> but supposedly when, they, when he landed in L.A., they pushed the box over and he like went like, oh, or something. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? They opened the box and he couldn't move because he'd been in like that position for so long. And so he had to like, they had to like hospitalize him and give him physical therapy so he could move again. And then at the same time, the FBI and the CIA both interviewed him because they thought he was a Russian agent who somehow shipped himself into America. Well, yeah. it would have worked almost if it weren't for yeah. that confusing pee bottle. Was, if he would have drank, if he would have drank more of his piss, he probably wouldn't have uh, had like such muscle loss. Right. If you drink pee, if you drink your own urine, there's a lot of monks who drink their own urine. Like the first thing you they do in the day is they pee and they mm-hmm. drink their first morning's urine, and that's why they are like they live to like crazy old ages, like right. in their like well into their hundreds. They don't get COVID and either. They don't get COVID. I, I think that's the the only flaw I hear in any of this is that he didn't drink his own pee because I'm about that piss life and I <laughs> have been I've been guzzling I've been guzzling, guzzling down my own golden nectar for for years now and I've never felt better I've what? never felt better I can tell <laughs> you that Saint Kevin reputedly lived to be 120 years old yeah drank his own piss. A lot of piss that's why he drank. <laughs> He loved drinking his own his own orange juice is what he likes to call it. <laughs> and to be and to be clear, Mike, uh, you you said you were about that piss life. Is that I'm about that I'm about <laughs> that piss life is what I said. Going back a couple stories ago, that's when I would like to have two penises, so I could do double bottling. You know, I could I could you know. My, 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 my own little production line would be going quick because I, 
I'm bottling this stuff. Right. Uh, in you know, I live in Austin, Texas, uh, for the listeners, and we have a thriving homespun piss market. And I'm able to right. make. I, I I call it my side hustle, Raw and that's what and it piss. is. It's, it's the yeah. My my side hustle is because it's not just enough to sell it. I also have to, you know, I mean, I call it getting pissed drunk, but um, it's really, it's really just waking up. It's just really waking myself mm-hmm. up first thing in the morning and, and having something in my system that's going to get me able to feel stretched out. You know, it makes my joints looser. It's funny. I call it vitamin P <laughs> because that's what it is. It is. Yeah, it's all like if you if you mow a yard, you leave the grass clippings on the yard to feed the yard with the exactly. clippings, drinking your own yard. Exactly. It's, it makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Well, on that note, we'd like to thank you for listening to the International News Service. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have any stories like Mike submitted this week that you'd like us to yeah, check out, right. email it to right. internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for listening. Check us out next week. And hey, if you enjoy this podcast, why don't you tell a friend about us? We uh, one you, friend. Yeah. Everybody listen to this. Tell one friend and an Irish friend, possibly an Irish friend or Ukrainian and, or Ukrainian. Do you think they're allowed to have friends? Yeah, they're, they're still okay. allowed to have friends. The government has to let them. My mom says that they're socialists and the government decides whether they're allowed to have friends I don't think they are socialists. Not. I think they're... They're a I, I, I don't think something. they are either, but my mom thinks <laughs> well, your mom definitely thinks, thinks that they are. If she doesn't like it, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Right. Your haircut is is in the embodiment of socialism. <laughs> it is socialist haircut. That's right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Me too. Every week. <laughs> I, to to reinforce what Kevin has said, tell a friend about it. Is that where? Yeah. yeah tell a friend don't about tell it. us. Tell your friends. Well, we, we, yeah. we are, we're already, you know, our biggest fans. Well, well not I mean, me. I think this is fueled I'm, by a lot of self-loathing, actually. I think that this is... Yeah. There's a yeah, lot no, of... I'm not a, I am not a fan of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what I am a fan of is uh, my own piss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be honest with you guys, I might take a little trip to, the, uh, to Mike's bar. <laughs> In just a minute, Mike's Mike's bars open. Twenty four hour establishment, draft only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>